Um, I mentioned last week that we were going to start a new series and we're going to do a series on well-being. Um, just before we broke up for the summer, we looked at some topics to do with loving without agenda. And Becky spoke on how do we love ourselves effectively? How do we love ourselves without agenda? And as she was talking, I was, I was listening to that. I thought, do you know what? Our, our self-care our well-being is so important. And actually, to me, it feels like such, a, such an important thing um, from God's perspective as well. That, um, there's a, a verse in Ephesians 2. It says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ so we can do the good things he has planned for us. That idea of being a masterpiece, when we look at our own lives and we reflect, maybe we don't feel like a masterpiece some days. Um, maybe we don't look like a masterpiece some days. Um, and actually, do you know what? what? What that verse is saying to me is there is everything that we need given to us. And there is the potential there for us to be able to be able to do the stuff that God wants us to do. The good works that he has for us, the kind of things that he wants us to do in this world. And for me, I look at that verse and think, do you know what? That's a reminder to me that, that I have a responsibility to look after myself and consider my own well-being in lots of different ways. So we're going to look at five different areas over these next five times that we meet together. And we're going to look at physical, uh, emotional, financial, social and spiritual. And we're, I'm not going to be good enough to be able to find a Bible verse that's perfect for every single one. So don't be offended if I don't read a Bible verse some weeks. Um, but do you know what? God is interested in this stuff. He's interested in our well-being. And if we can begin to address um, some areas of our life, reflect on some areas of our life and say, where am I struggling? Where am I, uh, Where are the issues in the way that my life is working? Maybe individually, but also collectively, we can begin to support at each other, but also encourage ourselves to do some stuff that improves our well-being and helps us um, helps us to kind of be an even better version of ourselves. I think sometimes that can feel like a lot of pressure, can't it? But do you know what? Small tweaks, little changes can make a big difference. So I feel as, as a community of people, like our well-being is important and I want us to spend these next few weeks looking at that and just trying to work out um, how, can, uh, how can I begin to um, make some little changes. I was listening to a podcast the other week and they were talking about well-being and saying how in Maori culture, um, when teaching young people about well-being, they present, um, I don't know whether it was those five topics, but at least four of them, so maybe physical, emotional, financial, social, they present those four topics almost like walls of a house. And they teach the young people to say, these are the walls of your house and these are the walls of the house of the community. So you need to invest in the integrity and stability of these walls to ensure that your house and this community can still function and, and, and stay strong and function well. So we do have a responsibility, don't we, to be able to look at that kind of stuff. And what I'm going to do, I'm not going to do it this week because it's the first week and there's no point, but I'm going to create a little picture um, which has the five, um, the five areas on. And then uh, over each week, we're going to begin to plot where we are in each one. So everyone will have their own little unique thing. My, my idea is that I'll just send it out while we're here on the broadcast. You can then copy that picture onto your phone. Uh, and then, I, I don't know, I'm not going to, we're not going to do a workshop on how to draw a line over a picture. 
Um, but maybe we can cluster people together to work out how to do that. Um, but the idea will be we'll, we, you'll end up with a little graph almost of this is my, this is my well-being check-in at the moment. September 2023, this is how I'm feeling. Uh, and then the idea is at different points, maybe in a year's time, we can do one week where we just go, let's have another check-in, see how we're all doing. Because um, the idea is we want to we wanna be constantly and, and continuously aware of it. And then we'll see clearly what areas do we need to begin working on. And after each session, we're going to ask one simple question. And it's this, what one thing can I do this week to make a positive impact on this area? So... We're not going to be setting ridiculous goals that go, OK, I'm going to go to the gym seven times this week. Um, do you know what I mean? This is about being kind and realistic. So today we're looking at physical well-being. And I want to start by just um, having a moment uh, for you to think, uh, a moment for you to stop, um, shut your eyes and reflect and ask yourself this question. How are you feeling physically? So let's just pause for a moment. How are you feeling physically? Are you feeling tired today? Are you feeling quite energised? Are you, are you feeling uh, heavy? Okay. So this isn't about kind of... Um, a dramatic body transformation that I'm going to try and teach you. You can see from what is presented before you, I'm not an Adonis who has a, who has a lot of experience in this area. But you know what? Having that opportunity to reflect on how you're physically feeling, maybe the business of life sometimes robs us of those moments that we just keep going, keep going, keep going, because... The demands are there and the expectations of what needs to be uh, delivered and nailed in our lives, whether that's at home, at work, with friendships, um, social lives, all these different kind of things. We sometimes don't get a chance to stop and reflect and be honest about how am I feeling? And as I said, this isn't about dramatic transformation because you know what? Sometimes people have um, health conditions or illnesses or, or complications that make it difficult to be able to fully address what's going on in someone's body. And the, the aim also isn't that ultimately everyone who comes to the living room has a beach-ready body. I mean, that would be a pretty good advertising <laughs> campaign, wouldn't it? We could go, guys, here's a, bef- a yeah, here's, here's a before and after. Before I came to the living room... And, no. If this isn't about having a beach-ready body. But you know what? Sometimes it feels like when we talk about physical well-being, it feels like that's the aim, that's the goal. That what we're presented with is, do you know what? You could look like this or, or, or you could, if you could just follow this strategy or this way of working, you could look the same as all these other people. That pressure has been in our lives probably for most of our lives. Um, and I think it's, it's, we're in an interesting time where there's some, there's some kind of kickback against that in some ways. But I suppose when we talk about physical well-being, what I want us to think about is pursuing health. It's not pursuing um, a particular look, but pursuing health. What can we do that is healthy for us, that has a benefit for us physically? Because the, the, rea- the result, the, the, the reality is, not the result, the reality is if we don't care for ourselves physically, 
then we end up with loads of complications further down the line that can be, in some cases, life-limiting. And we owe it to, I think we owe it to, um, to ourselves, but also to, to, if God gave us this body, to try and do something that could be positive uh, and healthy. So we're pursuing health. Uh, and as I said a moment ago, our society is, is in an interesting place. And I think this whole kind of perfect body image is still, um, is still presented to us all the time. And we're inundated with that kind of imagery. But there is also a kickback in our society at the moment where some people are turning around and going, no, we want to represent the diversity of humans, um, different body shapes, different body sizes, and celebrate people for who they are. What an amazing thing. If you've ever seen the Dove, um, the Dove campaigns, uh, Dove Soap, they do campaigns every year where they do a, a, a brilliant thing where they properly <coughs> celebrate the diversity of people and shapes and sizes, um, kind of experiences, scars, all this kind of stuff, and they just go, let's, let's celebrate who we are. And I love that message. And I want us to be people who, who don't, come, don't come to a day like today and think about your physical well-being and feel shame, but instead that we can have this element of, of being content and accept who we are as an individual. Because God loves us as we are. That's the reality. He's not going to say, I love you if you lose two stone. There's no expectation like that. Or I love you if your arms arms were a bit more toned. That's not the case with God. He loves you as you are. Um, And I think the interesting thing, the challenge we have when we're talking about physical well-being is we're actually in a place where we need to get a bit of balance. It's about accepting who you are, being content with yourself, but also being prepared to recognise Um, the choices that we make and the impact that that has on our physical health, both in a positive way and also in a negative way. And you know what? Pursuing physical health can be really daunting, can't it? If you've ever had that moment where you've gone, right, today, everything changes. I'm going to do something about this. I'm joining the gym. You go to the gym and then all you see is absolute, like, ripped Adonises everywhere. And you just think, oh... There's a bit of work to be done. And there's mirrors everywhere. <laughs> you, can't escape. you can't escape what's going on. I've had an interesting summer, right? I picked up a slightly different job to my normal video work. I've been installing information boards in pure gyms across the country. So basically, I've been sat there as a balding, bold, not balding, it's gone, bold, <laughs> 45-year-old, um, slightly overweight male in the foyer of, of a pure gym watching all of these people coming in their gym wear um, and I've been like just sweating trying to kind of fix this, um, fix this information board into the foyer. And do you know what? I've, I've never felt so old and out of shape. Um, and, but do you know what I mean? Sometimes when you are inundated with, um, with a, a kind of, and I would say it's a very positive kind of way of life that these people are following, I've, I felt quite envious. I was looking at some people going, they've got discipline, they've got routine. Uh, and I, I admired them for some of that. And, um, but you know what? It's really easy to feel daunted and feel a bit of shame in those kind of moments. And I felt that. Um, most days when I was there, I had to just remind myself that I was getting paid quite well to do it. So, so uh, that, to try and counteract those feelings. But we all feel it, don't we? And, and I think sometimes it's that feeling of being daunted about physical activity that can sometimes just stop us in our tracks and go, oh yeah, I'll tell you what, don't bother. Don't bother doing it. 
But actually, there's, there's so much about physical activity um, and stuff like that that is, that is positive beyond just the strengthening and, and the fitness aspect. There are so many other benefits, mental health benefits that come from, from movement and getting outside and all that kind of stuff. Re- um, Mind, the, um, the charity Mind did some research. Uh, let me see if I can... Uh, if I can get to it. Yeah, it says this, um, did some research about the importance of physical activity. And it says this, there are many studies which have shown that doing physical activity can improve mental health. For example, it can help with better sleep by making you feel more tired at the end of the day. Happier moods, physical physical activity releases feel-good hormones that make you feel better in yourself and give you more energy. Managing stress, anxiety, um, or intrusive and racing thoughts, doing something physical releases cortisol, which, help, which helps us manage stress. Being physically active also gives your brain something to focus on and can be a positive coping strategy for difficult times. It says uh, you can get better self-esteem. Uh, being more active can make you feel better about yourself as you improve and meet your goals, reducing the risk of depression. Studies have shown that doing physical activity can reduce the likelihood of experiencing a period of of depression. And also connecting with people. Doing group or team activities can help you meet new and like-minded people and make new friends. So the benefits of recognising, okay, if I can can move my body and do something that, that gets me active... There's so many benefits to it. I think what we'll find as we go through the various areas of well-being, we'll find that there's so many that are interconnected and that benefit each other and that there's a lot of crossover between these different things. Um, so one of the things I was thinking about when, when I was talking about this whole idea of physical health, it's daunting, but if we can do it, if we can push ourselves, we can benefit. I was thinking about a conversation I had with Jean after Jean had her uh, hip surgery and was uh, going through a long rehabilitation process. Uh, she turned up at church one time and I said, oh, have you had a good week? And she said, oh, I've been on like, um, I've been on like a, a rehabilitation boot camp. And because Jean used to work for the, the fire service, she was able to access this, um, this particular residential boot camp. And I remember her saying, oh, man, it was so hard. And it pushed me in ways that I could never have done on my own. But as a result, physically, I've jumped way further forward than I thought I'd be able to do. And I thought about that story, Jean, and I thought, man, that is a picture of what we're talking about. That, you know, sometimes we need to be prepared to push ourselves to say, do you know what, I know this is hard, I know this is difficult, but if I can do this, if I can, if I can make myself move every day and, and get outside and, and, and do something physical, then I will feel the benefit of it. And actually, I will, I will go further if I do that than if I just decide to, to give up and not try. I've got a friend who's a nutritionist, a girl called Sally, and she posted um, a video online uh, just giving her three top tips. She said, if you've got loads of energy, don't watch this video because this isn't for you. But if you're tired and lacking energy, here's three top tips daily that you can do that will help you to feel more energised and help you to feel a little bit more awake. And her first one was this, hydrate. 
She said, if, you, um, if, if you're waking up in the morning and not taking a drink, then you're dehydrated. She said, because you basically aren't able to take in any water or liquid or fluid during your sleep time. And then you're sweating and your body's trying to recover. So it's using some of those resources. So she said one of the first things you should do is hydrate to make sure you're replenishing um, the water that your body has used in the night. She then said uh, a second tip was get into natural daylight as soon as you can. She said as soon as you see the sun, the daylight, then what happens is it tells your brain that it's daytime. It's time to be awake. You need to be awake. And there's something about getting the sun on your face. Uh, even if it's even if, if it's in the UK and it's not necessarily that sunny, it's still beneficial to tell your body it's daytime uh, and it's uh, and it's time to wake up. And her third tip was make sure you rest. She said so many of us go in a cycle of trying to uh, accomplish so many different things that we rarely have a chance to stop and rest. And she said without doing that, we're never able to fully get our energy back and uh, and feel. Um, good about ourselves and good about the day and do you know what we we can kind of educate ourselves on all of these kind of things but sometimes it just comes down to motivation doesn't it and um, and I find one of the challenges with this stuff is there's so many things that are kind of uh, interconnected in the way that we um, the way that we work and I think sometimes with our physical well-being and our physical health, we've got to recognise the things that negatively impact our physical health. What is it that we might do or how we might behave that could have a really negative impact on our physical health? Like for me, if I'm brutally honest with you, I'm an emotional eater. So if I'm down or tired or lonely or stressed, then I find comfort in eating some food that makes me feel a bit better. That is not good for me physically because I'm ge- it's generally at a point in the day where I'm inactive um, and I'm not going to be able to burn off those calories that I'm putting in. And the kind of stuff that I want to consume that makes me feel better is not necessarily cucumber <laughs> or water. or, or it's, it's stuff where it gives me a good feeling. Um, and that's my, that's my challenge. I've got to work out how do I do that? How do I, um, how do I meet that need without going to the stuff that is going to have a negative impact on me? And do you know what? Sometimes we get stuck in cycles, don't we, where, where we're feeling down and then it's hard to be motivated to do something physically. Or maybe financially we're going through a really tough time and there's a cloud over our lives or relationally we're going through something that is consuming our mind and completely dominating everything that's going on, that all affects our motivation to go, let's go out and do something positive and, and, and counteract something and get myself moving. But you know what? If we can, can recognise these things, recognise the complexities of what's going on in our lives and learn what is good for me, what helps me, what, what um, enables me to thrive a bit, more, a bit more or what enables me to come alive a bit more then actually we've, we've got to push ourselves to say, I'm going to do it. Even though I don't feel like it, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to see the benefits. And I think when we begin to, to recognise what are some of the things um, that, that really positively impact um, how we feel about our body, it's a case of almost holding those at the side and say, I know that is a solution, uh, a positive impact on my physical well-being, if I can do that. So it might be that you go, I just, I love being in water. I love uh, being, I love going swimming or being 
um, or just go, I know loads of people who love outdoor swimming. And they say it gives, it just makes their body feel alive. There's loads of study and research around cold water therapy. There's all this stuff that is there that we can try and work out. And if we can do it, if it works for you, find that thing that works for you. It might be um, exercise. It might be going to the gym. It might be going for a run. It might just be going for a walk. That might be the thing that goes, it gets me out of the environment that I'm in. And it helps me to breathe a bit deeper, to widen my perspective, to get some sun on my face. Um, or it might be if it's the gym, it makes me feel like I've achieved something. I, I feel good if I, if I make my body work and the adrenaline that is released from that makes me feel like I've done something good. Um, it might be that you, um, that you want a massage. And that makes you physically feel better. It might be that you love a spa. <laughs> now, I'm aware that some of these things financially are very challenging and it might be not possible for everyone to do it. But if that's your thing and you can afford to do that, do it if it helps you physically. Because physical well-being is sometimes about recognising where we're deficient and where we, need, where we need some help and support and addressing that. And I know loads of people who just need to go for a run every day for their mental well-being. And it helps them and, it, and it, it, it enables them just to feel like they can cope with whatever they need to do in their life. And I think one of the biggest challenges with, with uh, physical health and physical well-being is when you decide you want to do something about it, one of the biggest challenges is about mentality and mindset. There's such a trend, you know, around, um, especially if you think about the New Year resolution kind of model. Um, I'm sure um, gyms and health clubs have an absolute boom at the start of every January of new memberships, new sign-ups, and the gym is rammed. But I think it only lasts for about two weeks in most people's examples. And there's studies that have been shown that, do you know what, people can maintain a new kind of practice, a new way of doing things for two weeks quite easily. See the benefit, love it, but then they can easily slip away um, and, then, and then struggle to go back to doing those kind of things. And do you know what, I think sometimes it's about our expectations and about our mentality and our mindset towards it that, that sometimes we set a, a kind of goal in our mind of I'm going to do this, I'm going to sort it out. Um, and then we, we set possibly slightly unrealistic goals of I'm going I'm to work out every single day or I'm going to go for a run every single day this week. And that's fine for the days that you do it. You feel like you're on top of the world. But you know the problem is the day you don't do it, you then beat yourself up about it and then you think, oh, I've slipped back now. I'm not, on, I'm not where I should be. Uh, and you can end up not pushing yourself to keep going. And I think with these kind of things, it's much more healthy to say, how can I set um, a healthy mindset that says, you know what, I'm just going to go for, um, I'll just go for, I'm going to aim to do two runs this week. Well, I'm going to try and go to the, the, if it's the gym, go to the gym three times this week. Uh, and if I don't go, it doesn't matter. I'll just redress it next week and try and work out how can I do this kind of thing. Because what we don't want to do is we're beating ourselves up about the fact that we failed in something that we know is good for us and, and then not being able to pick ourselves up again. And I suppose a lot of this really is just about kindness um, and about being aware of of our own limitations, our own kind of... Um, our own challenges but also the things that work for us and and thinking actually each day what can I do today that will positively impact my my physical well-being Um, and I suppose the other thing that we need to think about with physical stuff and this is a little bit harder because it becomes a bit of a personal thing but 
Um, the other thing we need to think about is, are there things that we're trying to ignore or cope with in our bodies that could be worth getting advice on or could be worth going to a doctor to get seen to? And it's difficult, isn't it? Because we're certainly not going to do anything here where we say, let's put hands up and tell us what your various ailments and aches and pains are. But do you know what? Sometimes we cope with things that could be addressed and solved by getting the right kind of help. Um, and I'd say, guys especially, we are a nightmare uh, uh, seeking help and advice when something, um, when something might be going wrong. Because you look at it and go, oh, oh no, it's, I'll be okay, it'll probably get better. Um, and do you know what? We need to be honest, don't we? As we reflect on ourselves and go, what is there that is, that is niggling in me that I know I need to go and get sorted out? Um, I'm trying not to look at home because she knows about 10 things that I probably need to go to the doctor for. Um, but, but we're not helping anyone by just ignoring that stuff. Um, and actually, if you, can, if you can be brave enough to go and make an appointment and go and get assessed and talk to a doctor about something, then it could be something that's really important for your life. So I want to finish. Um, it's, sorry if it's been a bit of a different one this, this morning. It's, it's a tough subject to kind of work out how we, we talk about. And I suppose for me, I just want us to be uh, a group of people who can feel like we're safe to reflect to ask ourselves some questions and to know that you are loved as, as you are today and who you are. Um, and, um, but also that we're a group of people who go, do you know what, if there's something I could do that can make a positive impact on me, but also um, support other people to do that kind of thing, then, then let's, be, let's be brave and do that as well. So think about everything that we've said. We're going to have a, another moment just to stop and think. Um, think about all the stuff that we said. What triggers you to think, oh man, I know that that's the issue for me. And I know that that's something that makes me feel better and helps me. I want you to just have a moment just to think as we, as we come to a close now to say, okay, what's the one thing I can do this week that might make a positive impact on my physical well-being? And, and try and make a commitment with yourself that is reasonable, that's kind, that's achievable. Um, and just try and think, what am I going to do this week that will, um, that will have a positive impact? So let's just um, uh, spend a moment thinking about that. Father God... Um, Thank you that you um, love us just as we are. And I pray as we reflect on um, this whole area of physical well-being, God, I pray you'd help us um, to do some positive things this week, uh, some stuff that, that helps us physically, that, that enables us to feel um, better in our bodies. And God, I pray that um, when those days come where it feels difficult to get motivated or to, to go out and do something, God, I pray that you would... Um, that you'd really just give us that nudge that some of us need to, to remind us that 
we can do it. We can do something. And if it's uh, other challenges, God, um, if it's about food or anything like that, God, I pray you just give us some, some resilience and some, um, some courage to, to make good choices this week and uh, just be with us, God. The fact is, God, we need you in everything that we're doing and we don't want to shut you out of anything. So, God, uh, just be with us in our physical um, well-being and our physical health this week and uh, just guide us in the decisions and the choices that we make. Amen. Thanks, everyone.